With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Wayne, your facilitator for this call. I trust that all is well with you and your family at this time. I do want to thank you all for taking your time to be on this talk through call where we can stay up to date and informed regarding the programs that were jointly connected. So we, as we move to the finish line, we're moving together with the same information as well as being up to date with what we need to know at this critical time. Many of you were somewhat perplexed last week, the fact that we did not have a call. We talked about having a call, and that would have been predicated on the fact that Joshua's update came before the call. Uh, it came about 9.15 Eastern Standard Time, while we would have been in a call if we had a call. And in that instance, we still would have needed time to go over the information so we're not all scrambling trying to figure out what it is they're trying to communicate to us. Now that we've had a whole week to digest this, to read it, reread it, and reread it, we are going to try to make sure that everyone is clear on that update as we move forward this evening. As we have had in many months now, well over a year, we've been opening our call with prayer officially. And we're going to do so at this time. We have one of our team members, Pastor Price, from um, Tennessee. He's going to open our call officially with prayer now. Pastor Price, thank you so much. You may go ahead, sir. Hello, Dwayne, and to the uh, EMS family. Join with me in prayer. They that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be get tired, and they shall walk and not weary. Eternal Father, our God, the creator and redeemer of mankind, we thank you for all of your loving, your kindness, and your tender mercies. We thank you for all of the provisions that you have made available to us to sustain our lives from the beginning up until this very present moment. We especially thank you for the provision of the EMS program that are about to come to a conclusion. And as we move to that point, O oh God, we ask that you will continue to give your grace, your mercy, your strength, your guidance to those who are leading, who have given of their time to bring us to this particular point. We thank you for all those who have given of their unselfish time in assisting other family members in this program to bring us to where we are. Thank you for their support. And we pray, oh God, for the anti-EMS family, those who are sick, those who have fallen by the way and have made that transition, we pray for your comfort and your well-being on the families that have lost their loved ones along the way. Give us all your grace and your strength and your peace as we move forward. And, O oh God, as we come now to the beginning of the final chapter of this program, pray that you will prepare our hearts, that we will be good stewards over what you are providing us with. Strip us of all of our selfishness that we may be able to see not only ourselves and see our needs, but see the needs of others and respond appropriately with kindness and with a benevolent spirit. 
Bless us all now as we give you our thanks. Continue to guide us and keep the entire EMS family, those who lead, those who support, and all the rest of us. Thank you, we pray. In the name of our eternal Christ and our Redeemer, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Price. We want to thank you for taking time to be on the call as well as to open with prayer. We pray for you and your ministry there in the Memphis area and as far as you reach with it. May God continue to bless you, sir. Thank you. All right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have a lot of information to unpack this evening. Um, for those of you certainly down under this morning, um, we want to make sure that we cover as much as we can and bring clarity to it. I'm going to go line by line so we don't miss anything. This call may run a little longer than usual. So in anticipation of that, let me start out by giving you a quick, those of you that are Imperia members, a quick update on the Imperia program. I have confirmed this week that the packages are still going out. Um, there is another conversation that I have had with someone who has indicated based on whom it is they know um, with the affiliation with these packages going out that there will be larger quantities of them being delivered over the next month or two. In fact, they're trying to get out between 600 and 1,000 packages um, on a weekly basis. At one point, they were doing very well with it. Things slowed down significantly, and that had nothing to do with UPS primarily. It had to do with the issuing bank that the trustees has appointed to um, get these packages and the funds out to us. We, as I said many times, are not driving this vehicle. We are in the back seat. So while we're in the back seat, let's make ourselves comfortable and be patient till we arrive at our destination or, in our case, till we are contacted to have our packages delivered to us. It has taken some time. It's still going to take a little bit of time. As I understand it, there's still about 4,500 packages to go out. However long they take to do it is however long they take to do it. You and I cannot rush the process or move it forward one bit, so we just have to be patient. So that's where we are. I believe I will get some new information over the weekend, more concrete information as to the amount delivered this past week, and I'll share that with us on our next call. All right? Let's take some time now to uh, take a deep breath and maybe even get a pen or pencil if you need to to take notes uh, during this call. Certainly, they're all recorded. You'll have the opportunity to go back and listen to it again is something you missed or something that you were not clear on, and I advise you to do so because that would certainly help not just the EMS team with uh, fielding questions. It would certainly help Joan and I as well as the other leaders in the program who um, field a host of questions from their team members. All right, so let's start this. Now, we received this update last week from Mr. Millard. We anticipated it. He was going to provide us some concrete days as to the payout date and days, rather, as it relates to the payout, the initial payout, that is, the time that we need to be in New York, as well as the closure of the program. He did outline those dates for us, and we're going to take the time, as I said, to go through this update paragraph by paragraph just to make sure we're on the same page moving forward. I did receive, as well as Joan did receive, numerous hundreds of calls, emails. To, I can't tell you. One day I received over 500 um, phone calls as a result when this update, after the update came out. Didn't have the ability to respond to them all or catch every call, but uh, it was an overwhelming day. Needless to say, this update after tonight, we will field a lot of questions, hopefully not as much as we did when it came out. So let's get right to it and unpack what Mr. Millett had for us 
on October 2nd. He says, my dear friends, to say that we are busy behind the scenes would be an understatement. Sorry for the delays in support-related issues, but we need all staff present also in some of the trainings we are doing for the seminars. It's coming together nicely. When I'm walking across the venue for the seminars, I feel like we are preparing for the Oscars almost. It's a massive setup, and it will be a life-changing event for all of us on so many levels. Firstly, as many have asked, the diplomatic option is very rare. As stated before, the special visa, well, let me deal with the diplomatic passport first in this line. Many of you are concerned about the ability, your ability to, uh, to be considered for the diplomatic passport. Now, the criteria for this he made um, in, in this update, but many are still not clear, so I'm going to clear it for you this evening so that as we move forward, you are in complete understanding. Diplomatic passport is a special thing that is offered to individuals in, in countries. Uh, in this case, the United States, you'll be able to uh, be considered for a diplomatic passport. Lots of rights and privileges come with it um, that don't come with, uh, you know, you being an ordinary citizen of this country. Now, Mr. Millard pointed out here that for one to be considered for the diplomatic passport, that individual had to have purchased 828 shares, a minimum of 828 shares at 38 for one. So if you do the math with me and you could write it down, that would be 828 shares times $38 that equals $31,464. That's what he has in there. The 824 shares multiplied by $38 per share would give you a total sum of 31,464 USD. That is what is necessary to be eligible. Now, if you take that $31,464, um, well, let me back up. If you now divide, I mean multiply, I'm sorry, if you now multiply the 828 shares times the 31 for one, that would give you a total share of 25,668 shares. Now multiply that 25,668 shares times the 38 for one, that is equivalent now to 97,000, I'm sorry, 975,384. That's where you see where he had that number in the update, a large number of $975,000. That would be the total dollars spent because that would include everything. So that's how he arrived at that so you're clear to be qualified for the diplomatic passport you would have had to spend $31,464 US dollars on shares that does not include the bonuses that you get now he also referenced in here a visa the visa that he spoke about um, has nothing to do with the Past diplomatic passport. This is a diplomatic visa. This is what is offered to individuals traveling to the U.S. that are in EMS from outside of this country. These are people that are not in the U.S. that will be traveling to the U.S. They will be offered a temporary diplomatic visa that will allow them to travel to the U.S for six days, six days only. As Mr. Millard indicated, you, when you book your reservation for your flight, you need to ensure that you are, it's only booked for six days. Now, the, th the thought did come up from some of our team members, well, Wayne, this is winter. What happens if um, there's you know, a snowstorm and, and, and you're not able to leave on the sixth day? Certainly, 
that snowstorm is not your doing at all. You didn't bring it on. So you just have to go with the flow at that time, and at the appointed time when it's clear for you to leave based on weather conditions you, uh, after the storm, you would then leave. So if you extend, if the stay is extended beyond the six days, it wouldn't be because you chose to. It would be because that was weather-related that prohibited you from honoring the six-day diplomatic visa stay. Now, this, um, ladies and gentlemen, I hope that is clear for all of you. There's two separate things we talked about here. One is a diplomatic passport that will be offered to U.S. residents or a diplomatic visa offered to individuals in the program traveling to the United States. With the diplomatic visa, when you have a diplomatic visa status, you will be able to um, go to the airport when you've booked your flight. You'll present your valid passport from your country. They will look at that passport and look into the system to see that you have permission to travel to the U.S. As a, on your diplomatic visa for the six days. When you enter into the U.S., when you get to the customs and immigration where they clear you, it is at that point at the customs and immigration area that you will learn from the customs and immigration officer what hotel you will be staying at in Manhattan. That information will not be disclosed prior to that for security reasons. I just want to get that piece out of the way. We'll revisit it in another part of this update. Now, Mr. Millett continues to write that the main reason for this is because of the amount that will be paid out. These are for persons who will be able to obtain the diplomatic passport. The main reason for this is because of the amount that will be paid out and will be explained thoroughly in the VIP seminars, seatings, dinners with Mr. X. As of now, there are there are 107 people that this applies to out of the 11,800 investors we have. All right, let me, I have Joan in my other ear, so let me just go back and clarify this aspect before we move for, uh, further. The diplomatic passport, it is not just for U.S. residents. If you live in, uh, let's say, France, and you also spent the 31464 U.S. dollar equivalent, yes, from France, you will be offered a diplomatic passport. If you're from Germany, from Belgium, from Sweden, from Australia, New Zealand, Taiwan, the same will apply to you if you have spent $31,464 U.S. in buying shares for EMS. So I just want to make sure we cap that piece before we move on. Now, if that is possible, he writes, uh, if that is a possibility for you to invest then please inform us. If you can invest that 31000 please inform EMS about that investment before you do it, as we need to prepare some extensive paperwork for that also to better, so better we get that going soon as possible. Note that this is the total amount that's needed. So if an example is that you have 200 shares currently invested already, you would need approximately another 628 shares to qualify for the diplomatic passport. He further writes, also the Singaporean citizenship is a bit special and also very rare. If you choose this, you will have to forfeit your current citizenship. 
there, if you're going to choose to be a Singaporean citizenship, you will have to give up your citizenship from wherever you reside presently. They will only have you be their citizen and not share you with your citizenship with some other country. If you choose this, you will have to forfeit your current citizenship. You can only hold one if you have the Singaporean one. Please be aware of that. Now, the Switzerland option is straightforward. Even though it normally takes many years, 12 to 15, to obtain, this we have been granted special rules due to the amount we are talking about here for you, the investor, to hold in this country. The cost for the Singaporean citizenship is 3 million USD, and for the Switzerland, it's 7 million USD. Some have written me, is this something that anyone can just buy? Some have checked it out on the internet, and they say, no, you can't do that. And you're not going to find this information on the internet, ladies and gentlemen, because it's a specific offer to the members of EMS. So it's not out there. It's not advertised. So keep that in mind that if you're going to try to Google it to, for verification and validation that he's telling the truth, you're not going to find it because this is a special offer to the members of EMS. Now he writes, the 31 for 1 deal has been approved to be active until we close it all. Last day for all investment has been set and it's Thursday, November 29th, midnight to Friday, November 30th, Eastern Standard Time, U.S. Note, if, if BTC, which is Bitcoin, goes above 8,900 USD, the deal will instantly go down to 13 for 1. So if Bitcoin goes above 8,900 USD, what we have now is a 31 for 1 will be no more. It will go down to 13 shares for the price of 1. The deadline for sending in our updating bank account is December 5th. Do not miss that deadline. If you miss the deadline, you're not going to get a payout at all for the 17500 That's the date we have here. Now, that date is subject to change because of many concerns we brought to um, EMS Lars and Mr. Miller's attention. Now, he also says the 17500 initial payout has been scheduled to start on Monday, December 10th. That date is about to change also. By tomorrow, he's indicated that we should know the new date that they have set for the initial payout to go out because the date between December 10th and the date that they had planned to receive us in New York on the 15th is not sufficient time for many, many individuals traveling internationally from long distance around the world. So that is what we're looking for next, is a date change for the initial payment to go out. Many of you had concerns also because he said that it would start. Remember, this is a swift wire. All the banking information has been entered into a computer SWIFT system. So technically, once they hit the SWIFT button, all of these wires go out at the same time to each bank that has been uh, provide banking information of each member's bank that has been provided already. So it's not a process that necessarily, necessarily rather takes days for it to occur. It can take just a few hours for these international SWIFT wires to go out because they are already coded in the SWIFT system. Now, he says, trips to New York has been planned for December 15th through 18th. That is not the entire time necessarily that we'll be there in New York. Certainly, we can begin to arrive from the 15th through the 18th. They will continue to process individuals that arrive um, the 19th and the 20th also. So you're not limited to just be there within that block of time because it is a concern for many considering that some are Sabbath keepers and, it will, and the 15th falls 
on a Saturday. So you don't necessarily have to be there on the 15th. You can arrive on the 16th if you're a Sabbath observer. Now, these are the times that they will be processing individuals as they come in. Now, you will have more specific information uh, as we get closer um, as to how this will play out. But I will share with, continue to share with you now how he intends or they intend to help us manage this aspect of it. There are 14 hotels in Manhattan that has been chosen for our convenience, and we have made sure that there are rooms enough to accommodate all 11,800 individuals. What we have done also is that we have pre-booked all of you so that you don't have to bother about that yourselves. Pre-booked means they have pre-booked us into hotels. In other words, the rooms have been reserved for us already as if we made the reservation it's just now arriving at the, knowing which hotel to go to and arriving at the hotel to find out where your room is and um, the arrangement you will work out at the front desk with the person at the hotel. If you're traveling as a wife and husband, you're two or a couple or partners, um, you're two different members. You may have individual rooms based on EMS's standard uh, prepared for you. However, as a couple, you may want to stay in the same room, of course. So you would let the person, the concierge at the desk know that you would want to stay in one room and they would work that out for you at that time. But information now regarding your immigration um, will be given to you at immigration. Again, when you go through Immigrations and Customs or Customs and Immigration at any port in the U.S. that you enter, you will have to be stamped by Immigration. They would want to know the length of your stay and uh, so forth and um, where you're going to be staying. You're going to let them know who you are or they might even have that at their desk based on your name in their system once they key it in and they will be able to tell you what hotel that you will be staying at. You would then take a taxi, limousine, or however you get to that hotel. Once you're at the hotel, you get your room. You will be able to, uh, you'll be provided a package in your room. All right? That is what they plan for us. In that package um, are documents that you will begin the process with filling out and signing also. They did not say that this package contains the non-disclosure agreement. They did not say that. It contains documents that you will have to complete when you go into your room. Now the question came up also for individuals who will be representing someone with a power of attorney. You will be traveling the same way to the U.S. and to New York with that power of, a, of, of attorney document. You may need to show that even at Customs and Immigration when you come through to demonstrate that you are the person that will be representing uh, Jane Doe or John Doe because it has to be notarized also. That's what gives the final permission, uh, the final authorization rather, for you to represent that EMS member. They will then let you know where that EMS member who, is, uh, who you're representing will be staying, what hotel, and you would continue as if you are that member that you are representing. The only thing is that you will be signing documents in their stead because you're there to represent them, just as if I send an attorney, my attorney, with a power, as power of attorney to sign documents for me on the closing of a house. Same thing. That attorney would do all of those signing on my behalf and make those decisions on my behalf because that's what I've given him or her power to do. Now, the other point is this, and this is a critical point for those that live in the U.S. If you live in the U.S., 
an email will be sent to you with the accommodation details in good time before you travel to New York. Again, for security purposes and security reasons, they're not going to put this information out before it's time. So it is critical for those in the United States that are members of EMS that will be going to New York, it is critical that you make sure that EMS has your current and updated email address because that is the method by which they will be communicating to you the hotel that you'll be staying in in New York. If you don't provide them the correct email address, you won't get that information. Thus, you will not know where to go at all. And as it gets closer to the end, you're going to find that um, issues like this is not something that EMS is going to have time to deal with when per, uh, members have not acted accordingly with the information provided with sufficient time to take care of these issues. Now, you continue to write, the request you have had about the groups you want to travel with are still on, and we have registered them all if you have emailed us about it and gotten the confirmation back from us. Now, for the past two years or so, even before Euclid passed, individuals wrote to Euclid letting him know that they would like to travel as a group and, and, and go into New York. That was approved by Mr. Miller said, yes, I believe the amount of individuals that they authorize in a group to not have it too large was somewhere between 9 and 20 individuals. So if your group is less than that, it's not something they want to, uh, I, be, I think, be bothered with in trying to facilitate because it just brings more headache to their staff to try to put uh, all these little groups together. So these individuals who wrote to Lars Euclid sometime now and requested their group to go in together, they have gotten a written confirmation, email confirmation that it has been accepted. Their group has been approved to arrive and travel together as well as be processed together in the EMS building. Now, many of you are concerned. What group do I belong to? What group am I in? Am I in Wayne's group? Am I in the Green group, Malvern group, whatever group? At present, we do not know if our group, which is nearly 4,000 individuals, um, is state, stated to stay in one hotel, two hotels, or three hotels. We don't know. We're waiting for further clarity from Mr. Millard as it relates to how that will play out for our group. Once we have information, certainly we will share that with you over these talk show lines. Yes, many of you are 100% right that wrote us about this. It does make sense, or a lot of sense, I should say, if we were all as a group able to stay in the same hotel or at least the same two or three hotels that would accommodate us. This way we would continue to work as a group to help each other through this process and the final leg in New York. Now he also continues to write that the, all the hotels are conveniently located, obviously so there will be no problem accessing the hotels or the seminar venue. These are all in close pro proximity to where we will be gathering. Um, we have also, he said, negotiated room rates and they are well below standard price for that period and you will pay that upon your arrival at the hotel. That's when you pay it. He says, this will also be very convenient for us from an administrative point of view as we will be able to leave documents in your room that needs to be signed and prepared before you enter our offices. This will speed up the process a lot, and that makes sense. Just like when you go to your doctor's office, maybe for the first time, they have you fill out documents, your name, date of birth, insurance, uh, maybe health, hist family health history, 
All these things they take care of before the physician sees you. In a similar way, EMS wants to get a lot of this paperwork out as much as possible before you come to the EMS building. So all you have to do is turn it in. They will review it to make sure that you've completed it correctly. This time makes sure that you will all be ready and done before Christmas as well. Now we know, yes, it's pretty cutting it pretty close to Christmas, but everyone will be able to be complete with their, uh, their process in New York and be back home with their family to celebrate probably the best Christmas of all our lives. Uh, or best end of year, best Hanukkah, best um, you name it, uh, of our lives, um, that point of the year. So he says, please try and refrain from asking too many questions about this as it will be clear for you all soon. They have gone into great details, ladies and gentlemen. It says, more details will come in the next few weeks, but for now, you at least have some dates to plan for. And since we have a date for us to be in New York on the 15th through the 18th, those of you who have the financial wherewithal, yes, you can begin now to make your reservation, your flight and travel reservation to be in New York. And when you learn of the hotel, you just have to then go to the hotel. In doing this and in providing that date this early, we or those of you who have the financial wherewithal to pay for your travel to New York, you will save on airfare significantly. So for those of you who are traveling, yes, go ahead and book it. There are three major airports in the New York City area. Those airports are John F. Kennedy, LaGuardia, and Newark Airport. LaGuardia is the closest airport to Manhattan. It's about a 20-minute or 30-minute drive at most. JFK is about an hour ride from Manhattan. Newark is about a 40-45 minute ride from Newark to Manhattan. So whichever one you want to plan on flying into, those are the three major airports that will be able to meet your needs. Um, when you get to the airport, certainly um, you'll be able to find out if that hotel that you're staying at, you can call them once you have access to which hotel it is. You can call them, let them know that you're coming into LaGuardia, Kennedy, or Newark, and find out if they have a shuttle from their airport, from the airport rather, to their hotel. If that's the case, they will let you know where to find that shuttle. You can just hop on the shuttle, and it will be a free ride for you into Manhattan to your hotel. Now, this information I found very helpful and uh, excited about, um, where Mr. Miller now speaks about the progress that they have made about the people that have been trying to put a stop to the EMS program and reported us over the years. He indicates the first three cases have been settled and were sentenced to three months in jail for defamation. However, after having these individuals singing some, signing some docs and NDAs, we have, we have now reached another settlement. We are not in the business to put people in jail, but we felt it necessary to stand up for these accusations and let it go through the court system. They obviously regret what they did after, after viewing the documentation we have in place for all of this. It's a shame that people don't trust what we do though, but all this is behind us now and we have proven these accusers wrong. There are several of you in recent weeks who have sent me emails about um, you found people found on the internet that speaks of the EMS program as a scam. It names Joan and myself personally in those uh, those emails on the internet. Um, but as I've shared with you all, 
I have had zero concern about what people think about what I'm involved with. It didn't bother me one bit, and it hasn't. I had been very confident about what we have is real, and I felt that for many, many years, and what people put out on the Internet, anybody can do it. Those of you who know me and know me personally and Joan personally, you know the level of integrity that we have. So we would not compromise that for this at all either. Mr. Millen lets us know that in the next few weeks we will have more information. Uh, but for now we have some dates to plan for. He says also, um, let me say, he's looking at the above dates, he says, now that has been set, it actually made me feel a bit emotional. Only a few months left now before this machinery that has been running for plus 10 years will shut down and shut down for good. It's hard to grasp, but we are all very worthy of what awaits us now after this long journey. We're all getting very tired over here, but we know that the workload for all of us within EMS and HCI will be massive when you arrive here. More detailed info about the day-to-day activities will be revealed later in October so you all know what times the dinners, seminars will be, and the administrative work for the payout so that you can plan your free time as we're here in Manhattan. We have seen some issues also when it comes to sending funds through Coinbase. It states that the BTC address isn't valid or unable to send. This is a setting within Coinbase we can't do anything about, but it, it is, but is fixed easily by sending the funds through blockchain instead. For those of you who are not aware also that may be trying to send through Coinbase, Coinbase has in its system identifying EMS as a scam. So it's blocking people's payment from going through Coinbase to EMS Bitcoin address. So don't use blockchain. Find another method. And he recommends, another recommendation is to send your investment from your hard wallet. For those of you who know um, cryptocurrency talk, um, that's what your wallet is. It's basically your account. You could send it directly from your wallet to EMS's wallet, and that's the fastest and safest way to go. So if you have in your exchanger account, then first transfer it to your hard wallet and from there to our Bitcoin address. I have a few more things to inform about, but it isn't set in stone yet. But I thought these dates would be important to get out first. I'll update you guys in October again. Please enjoy the rest of your week. God bless you all. Joshua. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I just want to highlight some of the concerns that came up for people traveling long distance internationally, Australia, Africa, um, South Africa, uh, Asia. These individuals would have had to leave on the 12th to try to arrive in New York on the 15th. And then when arriving in New York, they will have to deal with the jet lag of being now being their day when it's technically their night to sleep. So individuals, if you've not traveled for 23-hour flight and travel like that, you will not know what the jet lag feels like. It feels like you got ran over by a Mack truck until you box the time to acclimate to the environment that you're in. So these are things that certainly would impact in a significant way individuals traveling from far countries. Um, and this now EMS has taken into consideration. The other thing they've taken into consideration is this, that individuals, when they get the initial payout wired to their bank account in foreign countries, as well as the U.S., most banks will hold it for 72 hours. There's no law that says they have to do that, but this is what banks do to make money on your money. 
when in fact a swift wire is immediate ready cash in your account. It has already gone through the process that I've mentioned many times on this call where it's verified as good, clean, and clear funds. It's unencumbered and from non-criminal element. That makes it available, should make it available for release to the bank customer at that time. But no, that's not how banks work. As I have mentioned before, banks are not your friend. This is how they make money. They have uh, a, a, a responsibility to themselves to make money off your money and my money. So they will hold it for three days. <clears throat> so in this case, in the event the initial payment went out on the 10th, some individuals in different countries or even here in the United States wouldn't even be able to have access to their funds for another three days. <clears throat> and in some countries, the bank can hold it up for up to 30 days. Unheard of. So these are the things that EMS is now or has now taken into consideration to now change the date for the initial release to come to individuals so they will have the money in time to then make their plane flight to New York and also get the currency that they will be able to utilize for spending at the hotel or in the city of New York. I think I've covered everything, ladies and gentlemen, that I can remember at this point in time. Certainly, I'm going to hear from many of you. I will address that, those questions that are lingering. But let's wait first for Mr. Millard to come back to us, or Lars to come back to us, to let us know what the date change has been for the initial payment to go out to the members of EMS. After, after that, we can then throw it around in our minds to see how much better that will be to work for all of the members in EMS, especially those traveling from long distances. Now, it is likely, based on what Mr. Millett said, it is likely that we could have a call next week. It is likely. So please keep that in mind and also check the TalkShoe site if a call is scheduled for next week. I want to give you a heads up also. If we do have a call next week, I'm going to invite Mr. James Baggs on the call again for the last time. If we don't have a call next week, he will be invited to be on the call the following week. So be prepared, those of you who are new members who still have not gotten this education on how to prepare yourself and structure yourself for bringing large sums of money into the country. He will be there to give you an overview of what he and his, uh, his uh, group is able to offer uh, the members of EMS. He is a member of EMS also, um, and certainly looks forward to helping as many as he can. I can share with you this. Many of you have been trying to reach him by email or phone, but they are swamped from members from EMS as well as other um, programs that are trying to utilize his services. They have hired new staff to help them manage all what's coming in and what will be coming in and training those individuals. So please be patient with him. He's very professional. He'll get back to you. Uh, as soon as he can, he or his son. So just keep that in mind. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for your time. Again, please listen to the recorded call if there's something that you are unclear of based on what we went over this evening. Listen to it over and over. Make sure you're clear before you even attempt to try to contact us to ask us for additional information. God bless you all. We'll see you. Well, let me take this uh, one more point of information, ladies and gentlemen. I, I know there's an impending storm, hurricane, on Florida. I know it will hit many of our members in the Florida as well as the, um, the South Georgia area and Alabama. Uh, we will be praying for you all. Um, just do what the authorities say to be safe so we won't have any 
unforgivable issues to deal with, especially as close to um, having our windfall. May God bless you all. Bye-bye. We'll see you on our next call. Close it. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.